2: Or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. Let's go! This is The Lombardi Line with Michael Lombardi and Patrick Maher on vSIN.
0: All right, thank you, Matt Santos. It is The Lombardi Line as we say hi. It's a Thursday. We kick off week four of the NFL coming up tonight. I'm Patrick Maher live from the vSIN studios here at the South Point. Michael Lombardi. In the office, he will transition. He'll go office tomorrow. He's got the hoodie, so it must be chilly. And then he'll go Saturday back <laughs> to the Borgata. How's it going,
3: man?
4: Man, it's going good. Yeah, we're doing really good. It's uh, it's good. Fall's here. Yeah, it's nice. It's a nice day. And uh, excited for week four of the NFL season. I guess we'll talk a lot about Brady and Belichick. I guess that's all we'll talk about. Huh? Or we could talk about how Justin Fields should demand his way out. Because the worldwide leader, that's, that's the best they could come up with today. That... Dan, that, that Justin Fields is being just treated so poorly. He should demand his way out. I mean, it's bizarre. Well, bizarre.
0: They're called the leader. I, I don't know what they, they definitely don't lead in understanding what a point spread is because they just gave the yeah. pick tonight, Thursday night, bangles and the Jags and all five on the panel picked the bangles. Shockingly, there was no point spread involved. It, it is 2021. It, regardless if you're into betting or not, that's just a, an advanced way to understand the concept of football. Anyway, I digress. I tonight.
4: Can you imagine you that sentence you just uttered, Zach Taylor, a seven and a half point uh, favorite in a game? I think just digest that sentence for a moment, will you please? Zach Taylor and the Cincinnati Bengals are more than a touchdown favorite
0: against. That's got to be humiliating for uh, the jacksville jaguars. <laughs> it It's seven and a half over has to be. well, you know, it's fascinating. So you know, I like to go back to the spring and give you when you could first bet on these games. So I went to the Westgate yeah. this morning. the 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 ultra look ahead, right? was two and a half for Cincinnati. So how things have played out, the, the number you could bet into back in May was two and a half Cincinnati lane. It's now seven and a half, open seven and a half, hasn't gone anywhere from seven and a half, doesn't look like it's going anywhere.
4: Yeah, I mean, again, I'm still having a troubled digest. Look, I think the Bengals have really improved defensively. And, you know, I mean, they went into Chicago. They, they didn't, look, they didn't give that game, they didn't lose that game with their defense in Chicago. They lost that game because Burrow turned the ball over. They played really good against a good Minnesota Viking offense. You know, it's hard to run the football on the Cincinnati Bengals. They only allow 3.3 a carry. And what's even harder is throwing the football. Now, let's put this in perspective. They played Cousins. They played Dalton. And then Fields. And then they played Ben. Like, I think one thing we as betters do, before you pick your contest picks, and I think we all make this mistake. Last week I gave out Indianapolis. I'm I'm picking Carson Wentz over Tannehill. And at the end of the day, that's where really you lose the game. I think you got to be really sure that whatever team you go with, whether say you pick the Falcons this week, is Matt Ryan better than Taylor Hankey? I think there's a little debate about that. When you get in these one-point games, I think you got to look at that. So, for me, you know, I think this is, this Bengal team has improved defensively. I don't have a fault with them. I just worry about them. Can they protect the passer? Can they keep them healthy? But then they're playing Jacksonville,
0: Patrick. That doesn't seem too much of a problem. Jacksonville's at the basement. I'll just use DVOA just as a metric just to give you context. So last year, the Bengals were 27th defensively in DVOA. This year, they're fourth. And if you then take conversely a look at what the Jags are doing, they're bottoming out and everything. They're 27th in defensive DVOA. They're 29th in offensive. They're scoring about 17 and a half points a game.
4: I mean, they're terrible. I mean, if it wasn't they're for really the Jets, bad. they'd be. If it wasn't for the Jets, they would be. Now, in my, I don't have DVOA, but they are. I have Jacksonville as the worst team in my power rankings. Yep. Only to the Atlanta Falcons, which are the second worst. Only to the New York Jets. So you know, that's that's the company they're in. I didn't hear a team that sounds like this. Roar. The Lions. Well, the Lions. The Lions are are actually. The Lions' numbers, when you break them down, ha- haven't been... Now, look, they're horrible on defense. They give up... The Lions, your Detroit Lions, you. give up 15.6 yards per pass attempt against them. <laughs> Is, so the Lions have the trifecta, yeah. right? The yeah. Lions have the trifecta. What's the trifecta? They can't rush. They're slow. And they can't cover. That's a trifecta. When you get that trifecta, you, you, you got no chance. And this is why, I mean, you know, people are going to take the Lions, but whomever Matt Nagy decides to play a quarterback, albeit not Justin Fields, they'll move the football against Detroit because everybody's going to move the football against this really slow defense.
0: You know, it's so funny because context is so important. So where I grew up, it you, you can just tell, you know, a lot of the people that grew up were, worked at the Ford plants, worked at GM, and they all believe this Lions team is closer to 3-0 and than they are 0-3. Because Why? They don't quit, Patrick. I'll tell you what. They don't quit. <laughs> so, like, you talked about that. That means something, right? Yeah. I, well, I mean, it means something. In, and quit. that's why that, I, that's in important. that part of the country, it does mean something that there's some, there's a level of toughness. You know, there's a perception of of Campbell. And then, you know, on the field, they haven't quit. And that San Francisco second half really kind of did something to boost the morale of that fan base. No doubt. I mean, look, they
4: they haven't quit. They play hard. You know, they had an opportunity to win that game. Why they don't kick the ball in play, I don't know. You know, I don't understand it. But I will say this. They try. They're just not good enough. They just don't have any talent. The offensive line, they can block. But I think the Bears' defense, it's a little bit underneath the radar. They played much better last week into Cleveland. I Robert agree. Quinn rushed the passer. You know, they were, it was a It was a good, This. this will be a hard game for the Lions, particularly in the sense that, You know, Swift is great. I think Swift is as good a player the Lions have had at the running back position. Now, he's not Barry Sanders, but he's really a good player. Yeah, he is. And he gives them some hope offensively because he's great and he's dynamic to go along. with The Williams and him are a good combination together in the backfield. And their offensive line is not to mess with. You know, they can move the football. They just can't do it consistently enough.
0: Detroit open a three and a half point dog. They're getting bet a little bit in Chicago. We'll get to that game coming up in a little bit. It's sitting three. We go back to Jacksonville and Cincinnati tonight, seven and a half opener, seven and a half sitting there. So you got to lay the hook on uh, that key number of seven. If you like the Bengals 45 and a half opener up the 46. Now, a couple things, um, you know, Burroughs looked very good. 70% completion, uh, seven touchdowns. He had those three picks on those three consecutive throws. I I believe it was uh, not Indianapolis. I can't remember. Oh, Chicago. And, um, and Jamar chase. There does genuinely seem some, seem like there's a combination there with, with the two of them who played together in college Four touchdowns in his first three NFL games for chase.
4: Yeah, I mean, look, Chase was... I mean, Pittsburgh, you know, they didn't gain a lot of yards against Pittsburgh. They didn't have the ball very much. Pittsburgh controlled it, and and Chase was able to get behind the secondary, and Burrow made a couple good throws. Burrow gets... He gets hit still too much for a uh, a good quarterback, for a guy who's moving the football. Mixon came to life last week against Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh was missing most of their guys. You know, this will be a challenge for Jacksonville's defensively. I, again, Jacksonville's one of those teams I can't wait to hear. I can't wait to hear how this is going to get propagandized tonight urban. How is it going to, you know, cause they're, they're not very good. They're not very well coached tonight. They're 3 They're not. No, they're 0 three straight they're up. Not they're, well, they're not very well coached on defense. They're not well coached on defense offensively. It's kind of a mess, you know? And so like, how are they going to position this one where everything's
0: positive? This will take a true work of art. Well, you, you said immediately with the hire of Meyer, when he filled out his staff, is where you started to really have issues, and it, you
4: know. that, that told that told me he doesn't know. That told me he doesn't know. It's you, as, you, as a head coach, you have to know coaches, and you got to evaluate talent. Matt Nagy's big issue is he doesn't even know coaches. This Jacksonville Jaguar, this staff isn't exactly. It's not because there is nothing about Urban Meyer football wise. That would put together, like he doesn't have a belief. He just hires people and he's the head man. And that works in college because in college he was the recruiter. In pro, you got to be the coach, you got to be the leader, you got to be able to make all these decisions. This is a hard job for him, especially when he doesn't have the highest intellect when it comes to football knowledge. It just doesn't. He's never had to, he's always been able to win with recruiting. You know, he wins games in December, January, and February, not in September, October, November. He keeps looking for,
0: you know, where's Indiana coming down the road? What doesn't help tonight is while Lawrence has struggled, the play calling's been baffling. The offensive line stinks. Two potential starters may not play tonight. The rookie's in a tough spot. I'm sure you've seen the stat floating around. Where if he loses tonight, that's combined as many losses as he had in college and high school, which is, you know, an own for start for Jacksonville. But he hasn't been put in a spot to succeed thus far, that being Lawrence.
4: I, I, yeah, no, I think they don't even know who, you know, part of the thing you have to do is figure out the formula. Every year you need to figure out a formula. How can we win? What is the formula? How are we going to win? And I don't know if Jacksonville's even come close to figuring that out. I don't think they have. You know, so I have this game. It's funny. I, I have this line. Jacksonville, Cincinnati. I have this line at
0: 7.31. But not, your number was exactly the same as the spread right now, essentially.
4: And it's not moving.
0: Again, Michael crunches those numbers himself. He spits out his number. If you find a chasm between that and the spread is when you fire it, there is no difference. So maybe we, have to, right. uh, maybe we have to attack the total tonight, which we'll get into in a little bit.
4: Well, the other one I think, I think you have to when you're doing the power rank, I made this mistake last week. I'm not making it this week, is, is you can't, you always want to put strength of schedule in your power rankings, but sometimes it's difficult. For example, Denver. My power ranking with Denver may be way off. Because when you play the Sinatra g- uh, game, New York, New York, and Jacksonville, have you played any good team yet? And that's Denver. You also, know, they played the yeah, Sinatra Open. They went point. New York, New York, and then they played Jacksonville. I mean, I don't know where Denver I, – I, I have Denver's power ranking as the second best team in my power ranking, but I don't think that's right. I think as a, power, as a handicapper, you've got to – there's some gray here. We'll talk about it at the break, Matt. Matt is right on top of his oh, game. Oh, Matt Santos. I, I mean, it's it's yeah, right on top it of He hasn't
0: skipped it. the beat. We will not go a second over. No, of course. You, but you better not. Berman will come in and attack you too. Hamler uh, out, Judy out as well. That's a miss for, for Denver. We'll get to them in a second. I have a question for Michael Lombardi about Urban Meyer coming back here on the Lombardi line presented by BetMGM. It is Sin the Sports Betting Network.
2: to the Lombardi line on v featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi now once again here's Patrick Maher.
0: Okay it's football season at BetMGM Sports Nevada the premier sports betting app and it's the king of sports books visit BetMGM.com or download the BetMGM app right now it's easy the interface is great whatever your sport whatever your style you're going to love BetMGM's state-of-the-art technology 21 years or older if you have gambling problem 1-800-522-4700 all right back to the football in a second so Matt Santos and I were just discussing. You do realize that many Saints of New- Newark are coming. it's coming out tomorrow, Michael. So yeah, what, I I is, what I learned is what I learned is you can you can go to the theater, but it's also streaming tomorrow on HBO Max. I might have to go to the theater. I don't know about you. Just for the no, experience. No, I'm not I'm not I'm not
4: I'm going to sit in my I mean I'm going to be Millie's up in Boston, of course she's going for the Brady game naturally, but you know, I'm going to sit in my living room. Perhaps Mr. Berman will join me, but I'm watching that <laughs> the minute it, it drops. I'm not missing one minute. I'll watch it twice. I may watch it three times. I don't know. You know, I'm going to watch it quite a bit, but I'm also going to add today that I just, you know, as, as we were on break and I know you host the show, so I Thank follow you. your lead, but I just want to change the tenor a little bit. Please. So I'm reading Jordan Ronan, I think is, uh, I think he writes for the daily news. I'm not sure who, but Jason Garrett has a quote. Coach Garrett to you, Patrick. Yes, thank you. Coach Garrett says that on whether they need to start scoring points immediately in order for him to remain the play caller. Coach Garrett said, I, I really don't think about that. We just have to get better. Hmm. What does he think about
0: then? Socrates. Maybe. Well, <laughs> he went to Princeton. So no, you know I, I, it was just such a, an erudite quote from him. Um, what is he thinking about? Well, he should be thinking about the. You know what's weird about that? He, they're getting bet in New Orleans. It opened nine and a half. It's down to seven and a half with the Giants at New Orleans. This now, every Sunday. time
4: we've seen this, now I'm sure, I'm sure, my man Applebaum has it in his utility belt. He has some of these. Uh, you know, when a line moves from this point to that point with a reverse line, I get shark repellent comes in. Da, ba a ba, ba, bing, but a boom. You know, I mean, last week we saw this happen and you know, it, 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 it always, re- we saw it with
0: Buffalo, Washington, correct? Is the giants Buffalo offense. Washington. Is it, is the giant it's either giants or Jacksonville. Is it the worst offensive football? I mean, it, it just has no, well, rhythm. no, no, no,
4: no, 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 no. The, the, the jets have that right. Do no, not that, take that away from Mike, Macca, Mike, yes. Mike LaFleur. Do not take that away from him. He earned it. He earned it.
0: LaFleur's brother got him a job running it like, because he had success with Aaron. Like th- see how weird this is sometimes like Michael Flora. That is, if you, that evaluating coaches, evaluating coaches is, is as big a part of the job as evaluating players. So that is it, I wanted to ask you this. I was driving in. I was thinking, okay, if the Urban Meyer thing doesn't work out and he's 0 3, and he's constantly. Meyer is somebody you have to check in on emotionally as well, and not putting him down, but he's just, he gets burnt out. And I was thinking how you used to have to put together essentially what adds up to a PowerPoint for Al Davis when hiring new coaches. You'd go out and do exhaustive study and research, and maybe you can repeat to a new audience how often you hit with guys that weren't hired. However, I wonder, is there. A short list that you have now, even though you don't do the same job of guys that are on your radar not allowed to say your sons, but guys on the radar right now that you have on a short list.
4: I mean, like if I were a team that, you know, first of all, I would look for a leader. The guy, one of the guys, the first guys I would hire would be Don Martindale because I think Martindale is an experienced NFL coach. He can relate to the players. He has a great camaraderie. He'll be able, he'll bring in a progressive offensive staff. He wanted to hire, when he interviewed for the New York Giant job two years ago, he wanted to hire Joe Brady. He had Joe Brady. Matt Rule ended up getting him to go down there, but he had him. Mm. So I certainly think that, you know, I would build a team around a defensive-minded coach, not a conservative coach. There's a difference. But I want toughness. I want the ability to be able to play with toughness. And I want the ability to team to have his personality. And, you know, and certainly you would look at offensive. If I were in Jacksonville, I certainly would want to talk to Josh McDaniels because I need to fix this quarterback. I need to get him to play at the highest level. And I need a program. So those, it would depend on the situation. But for the most part, I want a defensive coach that has the ability to build a program around a complete offense defense, not a conservative defensive coach, a defensive coach that understands how to build a team.
0: Your point about evaluating coaches, they're showing Sam Pittman on TV right now. One of the things Sam Pittman did when he got the job is he got great coordinators. He got Bryles to run the offense and he got your boy Odom to run the defense and then you can become the delegator. That's what Meyer was so good at in college and Meyer was a great coach in college, but it's different here.
4: Right, and I think what Pittman's good, Pittman was always a good recruiter, right? Very good So recruiter. I think what he's been able to do is at Arkansas. Right. I mean, they looked really athletic the other day. I mean, they shocked me how good they looked. And and look, I like Barry. I like Barry Odom a lot. I think Barry Odom, you know, never really got a chance to complete the mission at Missouri, had a chance at the Memphis job, had a chance at the University. He'll get a head coaching job this year, and he deserve. Barry Odom will be a better head coach the second time around than he was at Missouri. I think he, I think he can... You know, lift that program. He's done great things against Arkansas. You know the guy who I think, you know, it's funny. I was watching Barry Odom coach against Jimbo Fisher, and and everybody loves Jimbo. I mean, nobody loves everybody. Everybody. Say a bad thing Jimbo. about Jimbo. Can't can't say he was an thing offensive. And yet, every time I watch his offense, it looks like an unmade bed. Like I I never sit there and say, wow, that's really <laughs> creative. That's really creative. Like Jimbo looks too disorganized for me.
0: Yeah. Like he the, looks too disorganized. I, I, they looked horrible. And he said,
4: and he's at A and
0: M and he's struggling to win at A and I mean, he gets whooped by Arkansas and he had, he's got more talent at A and M. Now Arkansas brought back, brought back like six super seniors and all that. But the offensively right. Arkansas defensively greater than sign Texas A and M offensively and the defense, excuse me, that offensive A and M has weapons.
4: Right, and, and when has, when has I mean, he I know he had Jameis. He turned the ball over. I know he had Kellen Mond. I didn't think Kellen Mond was great for him, even though he got drafted in the third round. Like, what quarterback has he made great? These coaches, they get this reputation, like Chase Young has a
0: reputation for being great when he's never been great. All right. I took us off the beaten path. I will say I'm this sorry. about the, no, I Apologize did that. I, I didn't know. I, I blame it on Santos. I did that with it. Now, I, when I'm asking you about the the worst offenses in football right now, remember if you take the giants output against Washington and put it over here, they're abhorrent. And then you take a look, Chicago bears are averaging about 191 yards a game. I mean, your boy, oh. Matt Nagy is, I don't know what's being accomplished and this Nothing's is.
4: being accomplished. He doesn't. He, you know, he. It's all plays to him. There's no. The team has adopted his personality. That's what's happened in Chicago. I've been saying this for three years. He's not a tough guy. He doesn't want confrontation. His teams don't play tough. He, he's an offensive coach. That that this is what you don't want your team to be if you hire an offensive coach. He's a play caller. Be you, bro. You think he's taken down all those? Those play sheets in his basement. I you, know know. He's gonna, you know he's gonna have to. He's, the, the,
0: he's not gonna keep his job. I mean, it's gonna be hard for him. Have you ever thought about decorating your office with just random laminated play sheets? Or no, <laughs> no, I never would.
4: Was, I never would. would be, I don't think I yeah, would.
0: I, I haven't. I haven't noticed if he still has the BU reminder on his play on his play sheet on the laminate. There's a lot of
4: people on Detroit this
0: week. There's you a lot know? of people listen, the number open. We'll get Vinny here in a second from behind the book. Like I said, open three and a half important hook down to two. a couple of books are down to two and a half. We have it officially the but bears. There's Lane no three. money,
4: but the lion's moving with really no money on Detroit. Like, like all the money's on Detroit and the lion's moving to Chicago.
0: Right. Ever, ever dreaded sharp money that's going to no. Kill I'm Vinny. sorry. The
4: lines moving to Detroit because of the money, right? So I get I get that confused. I got to I got to get my toes out to count. But anyway, I think <laughs> this. You know, I, I just am scared to death that Detroit's so bad on defense they could even make a Matt Nagy offense look good.
0: Watch your mouth. Totals 42. Totals four. I mean, it's a low total. It's getting it, and it went. It opened at
4: 44. It went down to 41 and that's a half, right. and then it came back up to 42 and 42 and a half.
0: About as ugly a matchup you're gonna see week four any season in the NFL. That's about as bad as it gets. Now we shall see what happens with this, with uh, under center for the Bears. Remember Nagy's going right back to Dalton if he's good to go.
4: Oh, it's either Foles or Dalton. He ain't gonna put. I mean, he's not gonna. He's he he can't move the ball with Fields. He knows that. He knows that, and he, and he's gonna risk losing the kid. He's gonna risk losing the
0: kid. He uh, and he did say that all three. He, he's got, he, sometimes it does appear that Nagy's trying to um, project something. He's not, if it makes sense, he's being inauthentic with the tough guy stuff during the pressers and covering up for something. I don't know. That's me being Freud. Your thoughts.
4: Uh, I I think Matt's in over his head. I've said that for four years. I think it's a hard, it's too hard of a job for him. Also that early success. I don't think he has any natural leadership ability.
0: Also, sometimes the early success, you tell me, but have you seen guys that pop early, get a little over their skis, and then just get humbled? I mean, this is a well, humbling I think,
4: experience. I think well, he had Vic on defense. You know, somebody once told me this years ago when, when John Makovic, Dan Reeves, Dan, Dan Henning, and, uh, and Mike Dicka all became head coaches in the National Football League the same year. Dickta had Buddy Ryan. Reeves had, Reeves had Joe Collier. Makovic couldn't get it fixed on defense, and Henning never could get it fixed on defense. Sometimes when you have that coach like Fangio to help coach your defense, that make, it hides the sins of you as a head coach. Did I the, think that was the
0: case. Did the Lions even interview Martindale? No. What did this, what did Neither this did ask? the Jets. The Jets thought he was too much like Rex Ryan. Ah, uh, whatever. Why? Because he looks similar. That's uh, discrimination. When we I come mean, back, Jacksonville, Cincinnati, Thursday night, kicks off week four. Vinny's going to talk the number from behind the book here on the Lombardi line.
2: You're listening to the Lombardi line on v featuring former NFL executive, Michael Lombardi. Once again, here's Patrick Maher.
0: Okay, it's time to subscribe right now. Start your v free trial to get full access to our sports betting experts, including 24-7 video streaming. You get the daily best bet emails. It's all for $22. I like to put it this way. Let us take care of it for you. We do all the investigation. The data's all there. And for $22 a month, we're going to get you another stream of income. v slash subscribe. $22 a month. Go there right now. Sign up for free. Michael Lombardi, I'm Patrick Maher. This is the Lombardi line as we welcome you in. We say hi. Hope you're having a nice Thursday. Uh, From behind the book is Vinny Maliulo, uh, Michael. And he has an angle I hadn't thought of as far as the quarterbacks. Hi, Vinny. What do you say, boys? What's going on, man? Anyway, I got dressed up for you. How about Vinny? He does. He uh, looks sharp.
3: Father uh,
0: Bill Ad got to you. I see you scared. No.
3: <laughs> What's your quarterback no. angle here? Well, you got the rematch of the uh, 2020 college football playoff game, right? The uh, championship game. Or was it I think it was January of 2020. If I'm not mistaken. Okay. Well, it's, put. We can have our cracks. That was that. I got the thumbs up. Okay. See, yeah, yeah. Right. Of course, you have. Listen, Lawrence. when you book them, you remember the uh, you remember the the years. Okay. Obviously, you didn't bet the game. Burrow,
0: one of the great college performances we've ever seen Season from, from gate to wire there, Michael Mm -hmm. and 20 and 19 going into 20, of course.
4: Yeah. I mean, I think look burrow, if they can protect them, they'll be able to make plays. I mean, the whole key is Jacksonville figuring out. Can they, can they run the Baltimore scheme and hold up at corner? And I'm not sure they can do that. I'm not sure that I mean they haven't been able to do it all year. And Burroughs, if he has time to throw the ball, which typically he, do, he doesn't, he does but in this game he might, he'll make a ton of plays.
3: You opened I, this you eight, know. didn't you? Yeah, we did. We uh, And we opened on Monday morning. Are you and...
4: nervous, Vinny, hmm? eight points with Zach Taylor as your coach? I mean, are you nervous at all?
3: No. I mean, it's down to seven and a half. (laughs) Yeah, but here's the thing. You you don't get, what do you, listen, Michael, it's like, it's like this. Do you you get butterflies as a coach? Of course, as a player. Yeah. Do you get, but our butterflies are, look, look, here's the thing. You know, you you put the scheme up on Monday. It jumpstarts the week. No question about it. Um, But it's like anything else. You want to, you want to be confident in what you do. Uh, you you just you, you, as long as things are getting done procedurally correct and you know bets are coming in hey listen you know what can you
0: explain so, to the audience if you open at 8 I'm guessing most no. of the money being bet is on the Bengals and, why are you
3: coming down a little bit and initially no the money the money came in they took the they took the jags because of you know maybe some injuries yeah. I think again it's the fourth game of the season for both of these teams um uh, I, I think you're getting better than a touchdown, even though it's the Jags and Jags haven't done a whole lot. And you guys, you know, when you look at the analytics, which, again, I, I we don't we probably don't utilize analytics as much as some betters do, or um, but you, you have to combine the analytics with the eye test. And the analytics here are such that the Jags Trevor Lawrence faces an enormous amount of blitzes, and uh, I think we'll see some more of that today. I think both of these quarterbacks, uh, being young quarterbacks, are going to probably face uh, a lot of uh, a lot of uh, defensive schemes where blitzes come into play. And the analytics show that Trevor Lawrence, what's he completing? About thirty percent, or right around thirty percent, when he's uh, when he's blitzed, and he's getting blitzed a whole lot. So, to Michael's point, you know what what are the schemes that these uh, two quarterbacks are going to are, are going to face? So, uh, Bengals, it's a big number. There's no question about it. But look at look at what the Jags not only have done, but not done really uh, this season. And, and again, primetime game, you anticipate too that there'll be home, uh, home team money, um, but uh, initially it came in on the roadside here.
4: You know, it, when you break the game down, I mean, Jacksonville, you mentioned it, Jacksonville's inability to handle blitzes. And it, it's reflective of their third down percentage. There mm-hmm. are 27% on third down. And what does that mean? Well, that, they don't make enough explosive plays. Okay, so they don't make explosive plays. So every every drive has got three plays to it. So when you're 27% on third down, mm-hmm. you don't keep the football. I mean, Trevor Lawrence has only had the ball for 24 minutes, 23 seconds in the game. Now he's turned some balls over. I mean, they've got seven interceptions against them. The team only has one for them. So, you know, they're, they're always playing from behind. I mean, the line's at seven and a half, and they haven't played a team yet. Within, within, within double digits, they lose by 12 to the Cardinals. They lose by 10 to the Broncos and they lose by 16 to the Texans. So, you know, you could make the case for going in the, in the Bengals because this team's yet to really cover against anyone. And, And just, we laugh at it, but it was ridiculous that they were the favorite against the Houston Texans in the opening game as bad as they are. I mean, as bad as they are, I mean, they're behind, they are behind. 40, they're behind twenty four to seven in the first quarter
3: you know the, I, you can't play quarterback right always behind well you're asking a lot too from a, of a rookie to come in against the NFL speed and power uh where he, when he was in college obviously you know much better players around him and you, you look at look at the schedule they played um so uh, look here here's the thing too that from our side of the counter, uh, let's say the game, you know, goes to the betters tonight. Well, you tip your cap. You know, they're going to come back with even more, uh, more uh, uh, bullets in their in their holster to uh, to take on Sunday and into Monday. And we'll get to Sunday because I think Sunday uh, in the afternoon is exceptional. But the other part of tonight is you turn the game into uh, a, a more of a of an event, also, right? All the propositions that that, that you offer. And you take advantage of the fact that if this game here, and we've talked about this a number of occasions, if you take this game and put it on Sunday in the 10 o'clock a.m. Pacific rotation, does it draw money? Yeah, Uh, but not as much as it's going to draw tonight. The fact that it's the primetime game, it jumpstarts the week, uh, it's isolated and featured uh, on the schedule the way it is. Uh, you're going to take advantage of that, and the fact that uh, it, it's an NFL game that uh, that folks want to participate in, and they're going to bet a little bit more than they norm, than they would on, on the on a Sunday morning with this game because of all the props and because it's the feature game of the uh, of the day.
0: Hey, Michael, can I ask you? Because I was look, I was kind of poking around. Meyer quotes and he said he's going to continue to give the ball to Robinson and Carlos Hyde. They don't give the ball to the running back. They're always behind. They're 27th in rush right. attempts, but you've got a quarterback who's completing what 52-54% of his passes and it, it it's just it's it's just doesn't have a flow to the offense where they can actually run the ball. Robinson's mm-hmm. 5.2 attempt, Hyde's 5 an attempt. It feels like they want they may want to do that and alleviate some of the pressure off Lawrence.
4: They can't because they're always behind. I mean, not only are they behind in the first quarter, they're behind in the third quarter. They they, they get outscored 34-13 in the third. So there's no adjustments. They start the game off, they're not prepared, and then they get into the third quarter, they don't have any adjustments. That's coaching. You're behind 34-13. You know, they, they play every other quarter even. They play every other quarter even. They're 20-20 and 13-13. 20 and but they get behind in the third so bad because they can't. And that's why, you know, the guy's completing 54% of his passes. You know, I'm not a big completion of percentage guy, but in this day and age, you got to complete more than 54. That's scheme. There's something wrong there. And a lot of it starts with their offensive line. I mean, they thought this was going to be the strength for their team and it's not, you know, they don't have a strength. Now they made the trade for Dan Arnold. I doubt if he'll play tonight, Give him some tight end in there. You know, obviously it didn't work out with my man Tebow, shockingly. I don't know why that didn't work out. I had such high hopes for that. But, you know, I, I mean, they, they, they need to make, they need to find a formula. Like, how can we start the game off playing from in front? So we give this kid a chance. But they start from behind and he has no chance. And then in the third quarter, he's even further behind.
3: I think the the key is this. you got two young quarterbacks who who's who's better right now clearly Joe Burrow is better. I think he had uh, even with the injuries last year. Um but and which coaching staff do you believe in because both coaching staffs are coming <laughs> That's a question. tough one for Michael. Right. So I know. I mean and and frankly it but but who's who's having to make the bigger adjustment here? You know, you talk about Tre- Trevor I think I think Urban Meyer's having to make as as much if not uh, as as many if not more adjustments. Than Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence knew that he was going to see this kind of speed and power uh, at the next level because that's that certainly uh, get, gets preached. And he realized he realized that when he was at Clemson, when he, that, that when I get to the NFL, this is going to be a lot. Di- it's going to be a lot different. Urban Meyer, I think, is is the one who's really uh, uh, have, having uh, to make bigger adjustments here. And uh, you know, who's the support staff? And I, you know, Michael, in, in your previous segment, I loved the, the you know pointing out other young coaches or first-year coaches and who they had around them on the staff. That's critical. And so I think coaching comes into play here. I think the key here is this: if you believe in the Jaguars, and if you took eight, if you're going to take seven and a half, then you believe that the Jaguars are going to be able to control the tempo and perhaps run the ball. To your point, Patrick.
0: The Bengals, Michael, are, is there? Is this a sea change? They they didn't allow a hurry. Uh, Burrow didn't get sacked last week against Pittsburgh, which snapped Pittsburgh's NFL record 75-game snap streak. We know uh, obviously that um, Watt was out but is right. the offensive and, line, and, and, is and that Ingram got
4: hurt and Highsmith was, I mean, they had a bunch of injuries in that game, take nothing away from it, but okay. they, they actually protected better. But to me, the problem with Cincinnati. I mean, Cincinnati's going to get in five out, you know, he's going to mix it. I mean, Cincinnati has outstanding skill. I mean, whether it's chase, whether it's Boyd Higgins, they can, they've got good skill and they're good on third down. They're 33% allowed on third down. They have good schemes defensively. That's going to be a problem.
0: Don't forget the running back you love who we oh, I love
4: mixing. They just don't know how to give them the ball. We, the we hope
0: they don't waste them there in Cincinnati. Okay. Vinny is here from behind the book at the South Point. Of course, Michael Lombardi, you said he loves Sunday slate. Mm-hmm. Let's come back and discuss some of the line movement coming up week four NFL right here. Lombardi line. It's v the sports betting network.
5: Love you, John Wall. Thanks, coach. Love you too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it.
0: Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings
1: YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts.
5: It wasn't even supposed to be my day. That's my (laughs) day.
2: Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble.
4: To the Lombardi
2: line on V featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher.
0: Okay, you can sign up today. Bet MGM. Enjoy the thrill of victory. Your very first bet. It's the king of sports So they upped the ante. It's $10 to win 200 now if Jacksonville or Cincinnati scores a touchdown tonight. Either happens. You're going to win 200 bucks in free, free bets. Okay, you got to be a new subscriber. And when you do, use the bonus code V SIN200. V S I N200. Again, BetMGM.com. Download the app or go to BetMGM.com. 200 bucks free right there. It's awesome. 21 years or older. Got to be, as I mentioned, Vinny, Vinny, do you fit that? Yes, you do. You're 21 years old. Just older. turned
3: uh, 21.
0: 1-800-GAMBLER if you have an issue. <laughs> we were just talking to Vinny uh, Michael, Michael Lombardi, of course. Vinny Malullo from behind the book here at the South Point on Patrick Maher. This is the Lombardi line. We are just talking about how you took over for Brent with the dog, Chris Russo, on your picks. Because Vinny used to do the spot with Brent. And I was just telling them, I don't think if you've missed a game in three weeks, have you missed one? I missed
4: two. I'm seven and two overall.
0: He's seven, seven to two ATS,
4: seven Vinny. Two. Show
3: the man some respect. Outstanding, Michael. Very good. How about, Thank how you, about uh, Christopher? What's, what's his record right now?
4: Uh, he was Oh, for three. I oh. actually, when he made his selections last week, I, I liked every team that he picked. I liked the other side on every game. Uh, yeah, but, yeah, but you were diplomatic with how you handled I it. I was very diplomatic. I tried to be very polite to him. Uh, I think he was, <laughs> so he was two and one, two and one. So he's four and uh, four and four, four and, four. Four, and four. four, and Yeah. No. What well, was six games? No. Oh, okay. Four and five. Three four and week. five. He's a game five, under three? 500.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's not yeah. going to get
4: it done. Okay. Well, I mean, he's coming. He's coming. Um, rumor has it. He's coming loaded for bear. I just want week, you to know yeah.
0: he's ridiculously competitive, so he does take this crap personal. Oh, he's so, very serious. So yeah. you have to, and you're crushing him. So he, he, he. Trust me, it'll start to get contentious, which gets good.
3: Yep. Speaking, he's a closer, by the way, uh, to use a racetrack. Does for he him, get so better? Yeah. Does he get yeah, better he the Keep, year a, keep an eye on him. He'll just he'll stay close to you. And he, he, he,
0: he, does. He's he's
4: bre- he He's He's
0: bred for the distance. Yeah. Um, yeah. We were just. It's a funny way, though. You
4: can't like I can't pick. I can't agree with him on a game. ping pong. If one is yes, taken, he, he can't take. Yeah, first. no, I, yeah,
3: that's right. Yeah, that's the same way. And
0: then yeah. alternate. And so, hey, it's alternate shot. Like you're in the Ryder Cup. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's exactly what it is. Awesome, um, Vinny. Yeah. you you said something during the break about week four and that slate early on Sunday. You think yeah. it's the best slate we've had so far I, this season?
3: I think the afternoon slate is the best. Oh, me. That we that we're gonna that we've seen uh, uh, in the first month here. So w- when you look at it. Uh, you know we've got four afternoon games: the Cardinals, Rams, right, which is for first place in the uh, in the NFC West. Seahawks, Niners, Seahawks now who are in last place, uh, playing the Niners who come off that uh, last uh, last minute, or last second a loss to the uh, uh, to the Pack last week. Ravens, Broncos is an, is another good game. Let's face it. I mean, look at look at the what a schedule the Ravens have played so far. And Now they have to go into Denver. Uh, you've got the Steelers, Packers. And then, uh, uh, how about this—a uh, little, a little subplot here? You think in uh, Foxborough on Sunday night, Buccaneers, Patriots, Tom Brady going back there, and uh, not only, but but Antonio Brown. Remember, Antonio Brown had that brief, uh, brief He's stay. Back. He's rejoined the team. So, and he'll be back this week. And then Monday night, the Raiders, Chargers, which is going to be a terrific game. And by the way, uh, so think about this: if you're in Los Angeles, last week, great, uh, a great weekend to be in Las Vegas with all the sports. That took place here, uh, including the South Point 400. We had UFC, Uh, we had uh, we had the Raider game, we had uh, the the Aces game. The Aces Aces are in the playoffs playoffs as well, right? And then uh, of course the Golden Knights uh, started the preseason. But look at this in in Los Angeles, you've got the uh, the Cardinals Rams game that I mentioned, and the Raiders Chargers on Monday night. So I think this afternoon, uh, these uh, 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 games uh, are going to set up for a tremendous amount of handle, great action. And uh, they're all—they uh, all have some some meaning to them.
4: I would yeah, agree. I, I mean, it, it's you know obviously the the buck when you look at the Buck Raider buck yeah. Patriot game that already has an enormous amount of tickets written up on it. But this you know the 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 NFC West the 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 battle between those four teams. You know you sit there and Arizona has played well.
0: Mm-hmm.
4: You know they were fortunate to beat Minnesota. They didn't play well against Jacksonville, but they beat, they won that game. And then you look at the Rams, who have really been dominant in all three of their games, and then Seattle, which I don't think Seattle's defense, I mean, they can't stop the run. They give up four or five a carry. Their passing is bad, but Russell Wilson has been, Russell averages over 10 yards per attempt, and the Niners can't stop the run. Mm -hmm. The Niners' run defense has not been very good. I mean, if there ever sets up a game for the Niners to beat to get beaten at home, it's this game here because Seattle can run. Seattle has to control the ball thirty-four minutes and let their defense play twenty-six. That's what they have to do. They can't let their defense out. It's just not good enough.
0: Let's stick with the for theme sure. and give the yeah. numbers for those sure. uh, for the West there. Mm-hmm. Arizona at the Rams. Uh, it looks like the Arizona Cardinals are getting bet. Am I right?
3: Yeah, they uh, we opened the game six, uh, Ram six on uh, Monday morning here at the South Point, and then uh, the game the total a little bit of a. Uh, an uptick on the total to 55, but uh, Rams are now 5 point favorites. So it took six, uh, not a real uh, a lot of difference really between five and a half and five. So if uh, more money shows, you'll see this uh, this game continue to come down. So taking uh, taking the points uh, with uh, with one of the undefeated teams, maybe the Rams. Uh, again, I don't see letdowns as much in 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 the pros as you do in college. I mean, the Rams with a big win psychologically uh, last week over uh, over the uh, uh, Buccaneers. So Uh, But right now, money's showing for the Cardinals. But I think this will be a great two-way betting game.
0: Money's showing. Yeah, yeah. okay. Money on
3: the Cardinals right now, Michael.
4: You know, I could see it. I mean, I think it, you know, look, the Cardinals are so dynamic. Beep, beep, running around back there. (laughs) You know, uh, it's just that I worry about some of the mistakes Kingsbury makes in games. I worry about how good can they stop. I mean, the Cardinals haven't proven they can stop the running game. And when, when, Sean McVay can run the ball on people. It, it, it's dynamic. It's hard to stop him. Mm-hmm. So you know that's what worries me in this game. And five, like you say, Vinny. I mean, do I think it's a field goal game? You know, I kind of think it is, but I mean, my numbers have it at three oh six, and it's you have it at five, and some places are at four and a half, but most part it's five all over,
3: right? Yeah, pretty much. You, you, yeah, there's uh, again, everybody I think is taking. Cardinal money initially, but but like I said, this will be a, a two way betting game for sure.
0: And the other yeah. ones, the, I yeah. Mean, look, the yeah. You, go ahead. The Cardinals. The
4: Cardinals. You know, the the problem is what I have is if I want to go to the Cardinals, I, I see they give up five point four yards per attempt in the running game, and and that's what really pulls me back away from betting them because I feel like McVay will have control this game.
3: Well, you, and and the Rams, who's got the better defense? I think that uh, that answer is pretty pretty clear, right? In, uh, in terms yeah, I mean, of when you're the signing Angeles, corners, right? yeah,
4: like they're signing here, and, and you know, Arizona can't cover. I mean, mm-hmm. we know that. I mean, you know, we know that they're, they're, they have struggled to really cover. Now, they haven't pl- I mean, we saw it in the Minnesota game, we saw it. You know, Tennessee couldn't protect it. Chandler Jones won that game, and then last week, who knows, Jacksonville. Uh,
0: and, and an advantage for McVeigh to me over Kingsbury and Michael, mm-hmm. they went in the Rams with 2 0 against the Cardinals last year. Remember, I think it was early December, they went to Arizona and beat them up by 10. Uh, when Arizona kind of needed a win there. So, I don't know. You, you've you got this at three. Right around three. A little yep. over three with mm-hmm. the Rams' favorite. Yep. Okay. Yep. Uh, I sure do. Big total 55. No surprise there. Even with the good defense. Uh, actually, two pretty good defenses. Although, uh, the Rams certainly... Have been spectacular. Now, Seattle at San Francisco. Mm-hmm. This is a little respect for Seattle, I believe, because it's kind of hanging underneath that three at most books at two and a half.
3: Yeah, well, actually, we're, we're still at three here. At uh, three. A little more, you know, there's, there's Seattle money. Again, another a game that I think will generate two-way action. Um, Seahawks desperate really already, right? I when you think about it, I mean, you hate to say that this early in the season, but with two teams undefeated, somebody's going to be. You know, four and zero after Sunday, right? And based on the other game that we just talked about between the Cardinals and the Rams, and now, you know, the Niners too. Um, had they prevailed on uh, on Sunday night against the uh, 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 the Packers, then I think we we certainly would have seen uh, this game probably at three and a half, based on what we saw what we've seen out of Seattle so far.
0: This is uh, two and a half at a couple of books, three here at the South Point with the Forty ers laying it, Michael. You know, I, I mean,
4: I, I, I want to take the Niners. I have this as around a four-point game with the Niners. It's the three-point game. It's close. But the Niners, to me, Green Bay moved the ball. When Green Bay blocked them, that's secondary of San Francisco. It's not good. Mm. And Russell Wilson, it's, I'm always scared to, to go against Russell Wilson. I'm all, In a three-point game, I'm scared to death. Now, you know, last week against Minnesota, it was one of my plays. When, actually, in the Russo contest, I took Minnesota. I was scared to death in that game. And when it started at 17, when they went up 17 7, I was cursing myself. I, I, I don't know. Seattle's defense worries me, but San Francisco worries me everywhere. I mean, they just don't have a running game that they can hang their hat on. And if Seattle knows how to play them, which they do, they should stop them. It, it's going to be a problem. I, I just think Seattle controls the ball with their offense.
0: We're going to come back and discuss this. Who's getting bet at Miami at Hard Rock tonight with town? ACC Coastal?
3: It is uh, Virginia, uh, now up to five here. Okay. Yeah.
0: All Right there it is. There you go, buddy. And what I will say this: one of the maybe in all my career, it's so exhaustive not bringing up Tampa Bay and New England. Michael, I'm trying to somehow as a host push that off until Sunday, so you don't have to incessantly, incessantly, incessantly talk about that game. We'll talk, and and we'll give it all on Sunday to you. Of course, we have plenty to go with that one as we continue. Thank you, Vinny. You're welcome. Okay, we're coming back to college here at Lombardi Line.